0: Welcome to DiscoCulia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about DiscoCulia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for DiscoCulia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. So is early childhood education part of the problem? DiscoCulia, the misunderstood disability. Multisensory methodologies. DiscoCulia and the Pat, Teachers TV on DiscoCulia, Educational Practice and Neuroscience, and so this is why your child hates math. Welcome to our podcast, our weekly podcast from DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com, and we are covering the weeks of... Twenty-six and twenty-seven. It's a bit of a mixed uh, mixed week this time due to some celebrations and some travel that uh, that we have done. But with us here in the studio is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All the travels have been good over the summer.
1: Absolutely. Enjoyed I'm sorry the family it has visits. It already been over. Yes, yes, yeah. we thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Good. Good to hear. Well, with that, then we jump into our. Uh, range of links we have some more links because we're covering two weeks at the same time and and our first link is is about the early childhood education and whether or not that is part of the uh, of the problem that we have
1: yeah this is an interesting uh, article it's written by uh, Charles uh, Lusier or Lusier. I don't know how you pronounce it here in The Advocate and he says that math and science deserve a bigger part of early childhood education. Well, I couldn't be more in agreement with that. I actually uh, once uh, put together a uh, childhood education program, and I was totally disappointed in uh, what um, what time uh, frame was uh, dedicated to math and science, because I wanted to have a much larger portion of the time for that really interesting uh, subject. Well anyway, uh, back to the link Uh, he quotes Kimberly Brenneman uh, from the heising Simmons Foundation in Los Altos, California and uh, she is uh, talking about a study where researchers found that um, sometimes out of a six hour day of a preschool uh, kids did one minute of math.
0: One minute of math?
1: What? Well, it well actually was they quote fifty eight seconds.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's So they measured it quite. <laughs> that's quite about Precisely. Yeah, open your book and now close it again. That was it. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, in another stu- study uh, in a pre kindergarten, three uh, percent of the day uh, was about math and. about science, which totally surprises me because kids love science. Right. So just bring in the right materials and they will actually take it from your hands, basically. So um, the strange thing is that usually early childhood educators say uh, that they would love to bring more STEM-related activities, but... They are always hitting a brick wall because there's a lack of knowledge and experience in how to do that. Hmm. And they actually say they would love to have some help uh, to get it right. Uh, As there is still a lot of fear and and anxiety about how to tackle stamina in uh, early childhood classroom. Well, anyway, um, Brenneman time and again observed that young kids can handle a lot more complexity than... Uh, most people think
0: right.
1: and that they even like it
0: right
1: so if you have if you're involved in an early childhood program um, look at this link uh, see how they did it in Baton Rouge teaming up with a local uh, company that is working in STEM or you can team up with your local uh, education agency. And get some resources to get things going. uh, You will have a lot of success. Kids love it. And parents too.
0: Good. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. It seems to be very underrepresented in our early childhood education. Unfortunately. Absolutely. Um, Then our next link, uh, Disco, Kulia, the Misunderstood uh, Disability. And this comes from our our friends at the uh, Learning Success blog. A very, very interesting blog to follow also. And here we see a young lady um, I think she's doing kind of a, she looks a little bit like Peter Pan in her outfit, but uh, <laughs> that might be my lack of uh, fashion uh, fashion uh, feeling here. But uh, she's doing a report on this.
1: Yeah, and, and this uh, organization, the Learning Success Organization, says that dyscalculia uh, is just as common as dyslexia and just as debilitating, but ne- uh, yeah, nearly no one knows about it. And it is really lacking behind in research behind dyslexia. And it's certainly um, behind in in awareness. So it it couldn't be a much more um, important message that they have here. Um, I I totally agree. Um, Actually, it's even more devastating because, as you know, there are so many tutors now for dyslexia there's a lot of help you have a lot of websites that can be read out to you but if you're really stuck with the numbers there is much less help and research says that those people who suffer from uh, dyscalculia Mm -hmm. have a much greater impact on their later life in uh, missed job opportunities Mm -hmm. and um that that really needs to be uh, corrected mm-hmm. now um, i agree that uh there are around as many students with as with dyslexia do you know if it's one in ten Um, like they state here, probably what they refer to is that one in 10 students is actually struggling in math, but that is not all of them have the true dyscalculia, but, uh, still it's a great, um, great link. It's a large Uh, percentage. uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So this is a good link. So, uh, please go there look at the link and then, and then click on the link, follow it and then, and then try to share it, uh. Uh, and, um, and and go to uh, go to their uh, their page.
1: Yeah, another myth that they actually uh, tackle here is that having dyscoculia doesn't mean that you are uh, that you are stupid.
0: Right. Well, that's good, and we know that. Now let me see um, the next link, and, and I think we're we're coming in one of our other links also on the consequences of Discoculia in in later life. Um, But our next link is about one of the solutions, Mm -hmm. and this is our friend Dan Sinclair, and he talks about multi-sensory methodologies for students with dyscalculia and other learning difficulties.
1: Yeah, this is a replay of an extensive uh, webinar about multi-sensory methodologies uh, featuring uh, Dan Sinclair from Mastery Ed, Mm -hmm. and also Teach for Mastery. He does a great presentation about teaching math in general and he knows about it because uh, he uh, himself struggled with math in school. Um, Now he also developed a box with great manipulatives that help students to see and understand strategies. Even they can do algebra with it and they can build a polynomial. Uh, with the material, okay. so check it out. Uh, look at the video. Um, a bit difficult at times, but it may definitely help your child.
0: Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's available there. You can replay it if you don't uh, don't get it in uh, in the first go round. Now, this is where I was uh, referred to earlier. A pretty hilarious link, uh, if it wasn't so tragic. Uh, this is a blog from a lady who has a pat. And it's not going very well with the Pat. The pet has something, some medical condition. And <laughs> how does dyscalculia come around the corner here, Doctor yes, Rider? The, the
1: poor <laughs> Pat here. Actually, she takes uh, her Pat to the vet, and he has given her a, a prescription a medication for her pet. Now uh, the lady has not only dyslexia but also dyscalculia. And unfortunately, she was not able to work out the, uh, the doses. And she only gave half of the required
0: uh, oh pills. Poor Pat.
1: So after... A week, the Pat survive? Yeah, the Pat the luckily Pat survived. survived but when she went back after a week to the vet, the vet was not kind of... Was not, Couldn't yeah, figure out why it
0: wasn't working his pills. Yeah, wasn't <laughs> happy.
1: And then uh, she realized that this was the issue. Um, She also uh, tells us that she struggles with calculators. As her calculator keeps churning out a different answer each time she retries a problem. So this is a typical (laughs) case of dyscoculia. I now feel sorry for her.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm laughing, but it is really tragic. And uh, and these are the consequences of not treated dyscoculia in early, early stages. And this is the kind of problems that people run into in later life. talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Services.com. and we're looking at the links provided on our website DiscoCuliaheadlines.com. So our next link is one to Teachers TV and this is James Emerson and this is Teachers TV on DiscoCulia. and, and uh, let's see if we can uh, listen a little bit to what's going on here
1: Develop in the same way, and for some, this can lead to quite specific difficulties with learning, such as dyscalculia, which involves problems with numeracy. Could you count in twos for me and see how many twos we've got in the te- on the table? How many groups of two? Toby is dyscalculic. He's bright in all other subjects, yet a basic maths problem confounds him. He can't make the usual connections.
0: Well, and then it goes on uh, from there.
1: Yes, now let me first say that Teacher TV is a treasure trove and all teachers need to know about it and use it much more. It's a free uh, resource and obviously it's available on your fingertips whenever you want to look at a video. Anyway, uh, this specific video uh, is by Jane Emerson who has a great name in intervention in Discoculia in London, UK. Um, at Emerson House she has also written several books and very clear little book about understanding discochleia that is uh, really re- uh, readable for for parents uh, a good start if you don't know uh, in depth what discochleia is um and um again it is um, it's it's also mentioning the myth that many people believe that students with dyscoculia because they can't do math, that they are not very bright. That is definitely not the case. And she mentions that as well. So um, take the three and a half, almost four minutes and look at this video. Yeah, it's
0: an introduction in four minutes. There's no excuse for teachers not to know what dyscalculia is. On Teachers TV, watch this video and you should be informed. Now, the next link, that's uh, a more complicated uh, piece of work here. It's uh, about educational practice and neuroscience. And what can we learn from this link?
1: Yeah, this is uh, about the science of learning, an article from, uh, from Brisbane in Australia. And they want to do a, um, a combination research between education and neuroscience. They want to make a combination of those uh, areas. And they look at three objectives. First, uh, it should be of practical importance. Secondly, they like to build on uh, existing education and cognitive research. And um, they want to know uh, those uh, particular topics that do not work Uh, based on behavioral experiments alone so we look at the activity of the brain before during and after the learning task and we take into account here in this article uh, static and dynamic aspects of uh, brain physiology so we are doing really cross disciplinary research here and They have uh, three things they look at, three um, objectives. First, they want to optimize, which means improve an intervention to maximize the results for the students. Mm -hmm. Then they like to generalize. So if there is an effective intervention that's already working in one domain,
0: could that be applicable to
1: different domains? And they like to integrate, so combine techniques into a more comprehensive uh, intervention. And there's definitely great potential for neuroscience here. Um, Say, the most powerful results that we have already seen is that when students feel they are active participants in their learning, um, and that they have clearly defined goals Things go uh, really well. Now we always need to to keep in mind here that all learning boils down to a physical process. So so a physical change in our brain.
0: Right.
1: When it's busy with the learning. So uh, I think this is really interesting, and we look to the future. uh, What will um, this endeavor bring? Good spin off of
0: this. Good. Well, okay, so this is something for the future, but they're working on it. Now, the last <laughs> last link, this is what all parents have been waiting for. These are the reasons why your child hates math. <laughs> and yeah, and obviously the students I
1: tutor never <laughs> hate math. Of course okay. not. Of course not. <laughs> well, um, read all the all the 10 um, Reasons listed here. Um, one of them. Uh, and I think is a very. Influential one. Is that. Uh, students. Are in school for years. And years on end. But they might never ever. Have seen a teacher. Who truly. Deeply loves math. And conveys that. Mm-hmm. Uh, feeling. Or They might have been terrified at a very young age with those horrible math minute pages and they will never uh, able to finish it. Um, also, very often, math is not, uh, the, the math lessons are not related to everyday events. So it's right. kind of a remote right. abstract subject and yes. they start to ask themselves, now, why yeah. am I doing this? What am this? I doing here? Is this right. in any way useful or not? Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I I'm afraid that uh, this um, this list is um,
0: valid reasons is
1: unfortunately very valid. But now we know what's going on, we can change it. Right. we can we help can those kids kids to 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 like math uh, a little bit more.
0: Good. Well, thank you very much. Sorry that we had some more links this week. It took a little bit more time. We've been talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of services.com. You can follow her on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And you can check out her ebook on Amazon.com. And that is called...
1: It's called Discoculia: the Forgotten Learning Disability. And the author is Dr. Schroeder. So uh, it's a 20-page little book... Uh, an overview easy to read a lot of pictures so
0: good good for uh, awareness you can also go to her website discoculiaservices.com and there are free downloads uh, to practice with your children there's also a, a free discoculia screener and information about an upcoming workshop and about free webinars and uh, even a back-to-school summer camp that we're organizing in houston texas mm-hmm. thank you very much and we'll see you next week
1: See you
0: next week. Disco Curia Headlines Weekly is a production from discocuriaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discocuriaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at Disco Head. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Disco Curia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discocuriaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week you can count on us